Uh, hello. Hello, hello, everybody. Um, to those listening on the WKCO sound sphere, uh, you're listening to WKCO 91.9. Current time is 3.02, and we are broadcasting live from Gambier, Ohio. And although this spot is traditionally uh, jazz of the world, um, today we're going to say pretty much no jazz. And instead of it being from around the world, it's actually just from maybe within like a quarter of a mile radius within this radio station. So we are going to be playing some cool old stuff. And we, you know, lucky enough um, for me, at least we have some incredible guests in the studio. Who do we, who's with us today? (laughs) Hi, um, I'm Julia. I'm in class with Nick and on his periphery and he is on mine in other ways as well. (laughs) Julia is also one of the the vice president, co-president, vice president of WKCO. And so uh, main reason of how I'm allowed to have this show. And I couldn't be more thankful for the radio station and all the, all the work Julia does for it. (laughs) (laughs) Just a, just a facilitator. (laughs) No, but I mean, yeah, the work you do for the station is invaluable. And then um, we have, uh, the, our shared professor <laughs> in this class, uh, <laughs> Professor Murphy in the Japanese department who went to Kenyon and was involved in the scene here. And I'll, I'll just let you, yeah, introduce okay. yourself, I guess. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Uh, and this is my second time in the studio, actually. The first time was in the fall on your show mm-hmm. um, as kind of a, an advertisement, I guess you could say, for the course that... Uh, both of you just, uh, uh, well, haven't finished yet, but are, are, are wrapping up with me. Um, so that was a treat uh, that you invited me in to do that. Um, and I'm equally uh, glad to be back in for what I guess will be the last, your last show? My last year? my last show of the year. It's quite an honor. Yeah. Is it, it will be yours too, or? Uh, no, I plan on abusing this space for as long as I can. A <laughs> um, couple of miscellaneous hours. Mm, yeah. Yeah, whoever's free, you know, just take them. Yeah, totally, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, so basically, I think what kind of started this is I found a CD in the outside of the Horn Gallery practice room, you know, about halfway through last semester that kind of caught my eye. Uh, and it was just under like layers of XLR cables, like in just this random bin. Uh, and it, it is this picture of what we think is the old Horn Gallery, like the old barn that was in that space. Was it in that space? Mm. I don't know. And Julie's been doing a project on the like ethnomusicology of the horn gallery, so I'll let them sort of. About it. Yeah. Um, I mean, this looks like a barn. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a barn, and that's what it was. I think it was in. I think it was in like 1999 that it was deemed unsafe for people to to uh, jump up and down in. Still, <laughs> so I think in the year 2000. I only know this because um, there was a. A keynote speaker at Honors Day a little while ago. Yeah, that's wow. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Feedback from the. Yeah, it's okay. Um, yeah, a, a, one of the keynote speakers for Honors Day this past year was a manager of the Horn. I think in the late '90s and the early 2000s, mm-hmm. and she talked about the process of rebuilding it. Mm-hmm. I think it was operated in like a trailer for a little bit. I don't really know like what they were doing in there. If they had shows, I I doubt it. Um, but there's a mural in the horn when you're walking down the stairs that she painted. Um, oh, yeah, right. okay. yeah. Gotcha. Which I just realized, I was like at Garage this weekend and I was walking downstairs to hear the bands and I was like, uh, uh, 
<laughs> and I sort of <laughs> fixated on it um, because she made it. But yeah, I'm guessing this was the old barn that was, I don't really know the lore there. I don't really know what was going on in the barn before it was the horn. Mm. But yeah, this was what it was before it became the space everybody knows today. Yeah. Yeah, so, so you found, so this CD you found in the horn, which has a picture of what could well be the original <laughs> horn, and it's from spring 2003, mm -hmm. which is two years, well, three years before uh, I started. I started uh, in 2006, uh -huh. um, but when you mentioned this, I thought, well, okay, um, I might know some of the people on here, and, and I, and so there are indeed some familiar names. Um which is which is really quite a trip and so when i heard this a lot of this stuff i mean all of it i was hearing literally for the first time but uh, <laughs> it was still it was still really cool to um hear i'm looking at the back of the names uh we have aaron mcconnell uh adam taplin uh, sam simkoff uh jack schreiner um the stairwells uh, yeah the stairwells are on there five, some sort of some uh some historical documentation of some of our illustrious acapella groups. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and just a, a, a band called Warehouse Fires. One that sounded familiar called the Whiskey Cowboys. Cowboys. There was a band called Whiskey Rebellion, I think, when I was a freshman. Mm. I don't know if there's any relation there. <laughs> um, but in any case, yeah, so this was such a treat to, uh, to get to encounter for the first time. So I'm grateful to you, Nick, for turning this thing up. Yeah. Um, and now that we have it sort of... Uh, uploaded into the digital space um, uh, to be able to share it with people. Yeah, yeah. Anyone who wants to, to listen to any of this, I think now the 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 song, the album is called Still Dreaming uh, and, you know, it's called the, the tracks. They're not called tracks. They're called Transmissions produced by WKCO and it's almost like a collection of some really cool music um, and, and then like there's uh, some other stuff that's, you know, a little bit more out there, which is also really fun. Um, but some poetic interludes. I think, uh, I think one of my favorite, um, songs, which is just so crazy was, um, Untitled. Let's see if I can find it. Do you, do you remember that one? It was, it was, it was like this. It started off really jazzy and then it, it just goes into the, uh, uh, a nice little, um, rap about, Respecting woman? Uh, not uh, <laughs> yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was. Yeah, yeah. That one was. That one was something. But I, I think that the, a way, a great way to start off this program would be to to play the first track, which is this really kind of um, beautiful poem. But we don't know who it was because the only information we have on the track is uh, track one. But mm -hmm. if it, you know, yeah. If you have any information, I guess, or any leads about it, so I'll play the the first the first track. And here is a. Uh, so this is track one of Transmissions from Still Dreaming. And We sat on creaky wooden floorboards, listening to poetry, making music, looking at art, celebrating youth and humanity. A rickety barn we entered to get lost in each other's minds. Friends called from far-off metropolises with tales of bars and raves. We knew of a different kind of ecstasy. On Sunday afternoons, the sounds of drums echoed from the small shanty while it danced. Sometimes it would be so packed with people and smoke and rhythm, I was sure it would explode. And though it never did, it was all our movement that rocked its beams into a permanent smile deemed unsafe for occupancy. Wine poured into Nalgene bottles, particle board walls donned art, 
potluck dinners, picnics on the carpet, a tiny practice space fueled bands. Professors and their children join students and Mount Vernonites at coffee houses, plays, poetry readings, and puppet shows in the rectangular umbilical cord quietly feeding a dream. They're all covered in soot As I travel down this road in the dark And the cars pass me by They begin to look the same Without a state plates and some foreign name My big black boots They're all covered in soot As I travel down this road Down this gravel road into the sunset I will go Searching for this land called Ohio My true love lives there for she mentioned it to me A long, long, long time ago Dance in the moonlit rain To the music that came from our mouths Your country dress would wave up in the air As I would spin you round and round When music stopped every time you would go Into the grass to love The sunset I will go Searching for this land called Ohio My true love lives there For she mentioned it to me A long, long, long time ago So the the first song you heard was called Track One, and it it's a, a poem, a kind of ode to the to the Horn Gallery. I, I don't know. I think you know. I it's we have no idea who said that, mm -hmm. no record of it, because there's no name associated with that kind of you know nice little 
inter intro to the thing but it, you know it's it's really sweet to, to think like oh the practice room used to be like a, a space for you know professors for their children to like experiment with music for people in mount vernon mm. um yeah that was something i was sort of curious to ask y'all about or i guess you julia since you've been since this is your senior year mm-hmm. um to what extent you know because i remember there was a certain amount of uh sort of uh community involvement i guess you could say when i was a student or at least when like larger shows would, would happen um people would come in from like mansfield and mount vernon and stuff like mm. that i mean it sort of depended on the event but there was sort of like a, a contingent of folks from town or from a little outside That's of town right. who would come through that we sort of got to know or at least got familiar with and i was wondering if that was uh, the case if that sort of maybe changed during covid or sort of what your experience was like with that yeah totally um i mean that's something i've been thinking about a good bit um i think the first time that i saw people from outside of kenyan back at the horn was at the jonathan richmond show in the fall mm-hmm. um and i don't know i think when like even when slow pulp came a couple of weeks ago i think like people at the horn start sort of wondering like wh- who will be here yeah. um and i think that's there were some non-kenyan students at Slowpole, which i were, saw which was yeah. really cool i had no idea I, I didn't get to talk to them so i didn't know like where they were mm-hmm. coming from but they it looked really you know i'm sure they, they were fans of the band totally, <laughs> totally. i mean it's a, it's a wonderful space it's entirely free i think the atmosphere i really always wonder what people how people feel when they're there Mm -hmm. if they don't go to kenyan because so much of it does feel tied to the space and to the people you know being around you Mm -hmm. um and it's also interesting sort of seeing the difference between like student bands and the ones that are like booked on the ballot Mm -hmm. and how that sort of contributes to the atmosphere when i was a freshman there were there was one show where a, a band from Mount Vernon Nazarene University came to play mm. um, and like there was like an even divide of like students from Kenya and, and students from the Nas. That would be so cool. It was really cool yeah. um, and it hasn't happened. I haven't seen it happen in a long time yeah. and that was something that I always felt was really palpable and like the most impactful mm-hmm. is seeing those two groups of people there mm-hmm. um, and I was talking to my housemate who um, has been at Kenyon a, a year longer than I have and is the manager of the Horn, has been the manager of the Horn. And I think there used to be a, a way, um, that sort of partnership, I think, used to be a lot more solid mm-hmm. and sort of um, yeah. crucial, but I haven't seen much of it. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's probably also to do with uh, just sort of getting things back to <laughs> normal. Yeah, yeah, to sort of more sort of functioning order after uh, everyone returned from their their respective isolation. <laughs> Hiatus. Zones, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So I think that it, it, I think it's 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 a process of sort of rebuilding a lot of things. You know, um, that I think would probably be um, reflected in what you know what. Um, what the programming is like at the horn in the coming years but mm-hmm. that's where you come in nick you got the next three years yeah three, you know? yeah no i i think <clears throat> honestly the the dream is to get because i mean here's the thing denison is so close mm-hmm. i think a bunch of the wkco djs just went to denison's kind of similar wkco fest type thing you know there what i mean or summer, but it was almost a cross between that and yeah, summer all days was right? there it was a little different what, what was <laughs> oh. all, I, they had like they like booked 
tons of, of bands. Oh, to, yeah. So it was super, I mean, it was super cool. I think yeah. it's sort of more, more their than their send off. Yeah. 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 But so cool that the radio station organized it. Yeah, that is actually yeah. really cool. We should see if we can. Totally. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think there there's so much potential you know, there's so much potential for a partnership um, growing between MVNU. I, I really wanted to go to their jazz concert because they have like, you know, a really cool jazz band, but it was at the same time of Summer Send Off. Oh. And so I was not going to get a ride to MVNU at that time, which was kind of tough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there and Denison is close. I mean, you have Oberlin just like what, an hour away? You know, like, why is there why is there nothing happening? I think is a question that we, we can be asking and we should get something going there you know little there's that little almost quad consortium but there's also sort of other things going on you know oh yeah i mean it seems like there's there's a, a lot clearly there's there's been many years of um you know the space being used for all sorts of things you know mm -hmm. and that's even this year as coming back as faculty using the space for we did a tea ceremony event um in earlier this spring which was another really trippy sort of experience <laughs> the space repurposed for that you know? uh whilst there was a band practicing downstairs which made for a oh really wabi sort of sabi <laughs> but um but yeah no i think that um encountering spaces like the horn or other places on campus where yeah like you said it's a, it's a free space in in every sense where you can you you can put on just uh a, a multitude of events you know and they don't all have to be shows, you know, they can be um, dance performances, readings, um, uh, community meetings, you know, there's a million things you could do in a space yeah. like that. And they yeah. have been done, it seems like art are still being done, you know, which is really great. And uh, and like you're saying, um, people in the area are, are aware of it. Yeah. You know, when a Jonathan Richmond comes through or some someone sort of... Uh, Very notable, yeah. Comes through, people will come up from Columbus, they'll come down from Cleveland, you mm -hmm. know, uh, people come out of the woodwork. You know, and that's when you get this when you get a sense of uh, sort of where Kenyon is. Yeah, know? yeah, um, yeah. Well, I think uh, should play some a couple more songs on the on the track. I do you want to introduce this one. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. Okay. This is um, Porpoise, recorded by Adam Taplin. Um, Adam, hope you're doing well. <laughs> you're listening to your song on the radio. <laughs> Sure, it must be trippy to be Adam right now, you know. Yeah. Well, I was finding the sentiment email of this. <laughs> uh, yeah, here's the tune. Radar beaches. Things that slip by, 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 by. Things that slip by, then end. I don't ask for endings. In the morning, I am weary of the day. Every swell a gateway.
Um, so we were just talking about uh, Aiden Puntes, who is uh, one of the one of the one of the next generation of uh, Hornites, I guess. Ooh, I don't. Yeah, that's not a good name to call Horn Hornheads. I think it was. Fun. Yeah, yeah some of <laughs> Hornheads uh, asked. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, asked if if uh, this notates each year it came out, and so all of these songs were released in uh, spring two thousand and three, which is kind of crazy to think. And there's 20, 20 tracks, so there's so much. Um, music from this and uh so is it digitized uh yeah we have mp3 files professor murphy actually thankfully ripped them for us which is awesome uh and um so if you want an mp3 copy you can email me or julia mm -hmm. and or maybe actually probably not wkco maybe yeah just email me sure. <laughs> or julia <laughs> uh and um yeah and this episode is being recorded, so yeah, you can listen to it again. Uh, and so the next track we're going to play, Professor Murphy will talk yeah. a little about. So when I was looking at this, I saw, um, I saw, oh, Jack Schreiner, uh, that name rings a bell. And if I'm, I'm I might be mistaken, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that this is the brother of an Abe Schreiner who uh, I played music with while I was a student. Um, so, and I think I, and I met his brother, Jack, uh, on at least one occasion when he came back to visit Kenyon, really swell, uh, really swell guy. Um, and I knew he was a talented musician. So seeing this, I thought, well, it just has to be his, his song. This one is called Smog, I think. Um, and, uh, yeah, when I listened to it, I thought, yeah, this, this has to be Abe's brother. Jack. <laughs> um, so it'll be a trip if, uh, if they hear this, I will, I will, uh, reach out to some of these people and uh and they could probably fill in some of the uh the blanks some of the gaps yeah as far as the other people on this uh, on this cd like what their deal is who read the that poem at the beginning yeah uh, we might be able to start start pulling in some intel yeah that would be really cool yeah if you i mean honestly it would be super cool if this gets um circulated i guess in, you know into mm -hmm. the like yeah spread it and if you have stuff please email me or Professor Murphy or Julia and like a email any of us, you know, and we can, uh, yeah, so here, yeah, here's the tune. Here's the tune. Here's the tune. <laughs> Ooh. 
so yeah, th there it is. I think um, we there's the um, I think we're gonna I'm gonna play one more track from this CD, uh, which is the recordings from 2003, which is um, a version that the Stairwells, Kenyan's premier folk acoustic collective mm. put together um this is their version of i shall be released by dylan mm. Mm. uh i'm not sure is i is that part of the song name that's bob, bob dylan the by dylan okay yeah, yeah that makes yeah that makes sense i shall be released by dylan by I dylan i was like yeah <laughs> um but the stairwells just performed last night in the horn uh and i so i thought you know it would be mm. kind of apt to not it would it would it would be we, not, we we gotta yeah, play yeah. not not to that and then after this, we uh, we just actually made some kind of crazy discoveries in this interlude while we were playing music. So we'll talk more about that. So this is this is uh, the seventeenth track on the album. Let's see if I can get it right. Um, Stairwells, doing I shall be released. Here it is.
guess we can debate live on air. Um, so <laughs> that was the, the, the stairwells um, recording. And so, you know, I, I found this CD and, um, oh, okay. Uh, I found this, uh, I found this CD and I, I, you know, I wanted to share it with Professor Murphy to see, see if there was any overlap. And so what he so kindly did after that was, um, say, well, I, you know, I, okay, this CD is great, but I'm going to take it and I'm going to one up you. And he sent me 58 tracks <laughs> of his, of his time and stuff that he's acquired at, at Kenyon College, um, either music that you've been a part of music that you were adjacent to music that you just had the files for you know what i mean um with a and so there's some really awesome stuff in here that's super super special um and so again if you know if anyone wants some pieces of that you know email me and i'm sure I can ask you and you know send it along because the more more people listening the the better but uh i guess one of the first things that caught my mind was that there's a band called the dads and so at Kenyon here, one of the senior groups is called the Moms. No clue if there's an overlap or not, but I thought that was super funny. So yeah, what were what were the dads, I guess, is my question to you. <laughs> the dads were myself um, and uh, my friends Andy, Holden, Luke, Lucas, and Mike. <laughs> uh, and we all were roommates uh, either at the same time or uh, sort of in different times. Um, but uh, we wanted to do a band uh, in our second year, I think. Uh -huh. um, I think one some some group of uh, us had a, a capel suite, I think, at that time. Or maybe I'm mixing things up. <laughs> um, yeah, we just wanted to do a folk band. We were listening to a lot of uh, Michael Hurley and uh, Holy Modal Rounders and uh, just sort of freaky, weird folk music. And we thought it would be fun to do a band like that. And... Uh, and this, believe it or not, was one of the more popular bands we were in. Like, people liked the dad. So we got uh, eventually to record this song along with, uh, we recorded, I think, a whole album's worth of material uh, in the old WKCO uh, studio. Oh. Um, uh, at the end of our, I want to say, I forget when we recorded it, maybe in our junior year. But anyway, um, yeah, the funny thing about the recording session is the first two seconds of every song got snipped <laughs> at some point in the uh, in the process. So all the songs just start abruptly. It's sort of in the middle of the first phrase, but uh, it's okay. Part of the charm, right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this was our song. We, I remember we were talking about how funny dads were in Capel's one night. We were downstairs eating ice cream in the Capel's kitchen, talking about like dads sneaking downstairs to eat ice cream in their underwear and just doing things that they do. And we thought that would be, that's the name of the band. It's the dads. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's our, that's our. <laughs> yeah, that's the origin that's story for origin the dads. Story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, we're going to see if this is going to work because it looks like the dad's anthem, which was my favorite song, is the only different file type out of all of these files. But I have it on my laptop, so we're going to stay with us on this one. Let's see if, if, if this uh, works. This is... Okay, wait. Working on something here, guys. Hooking um, it up. Yeah. Um, okay, audio one. Yeah, let's try this one. Let's see. That yeah, that can't be right. Um, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna live 
troubleshoot this because this song was really good but also if it doesn't work out there are other dad songs <laughs> yeah. uh, your browser is unable to okay oh we got it we got it all right here's the track We were just talking about how there's kind of a now a, a renaissance of like kind of folk music at at the college. Um, yeah. 
with, you know, I mean, I guess there will always be kind of like guitar singer songwriters, but you know, with, we, you know, I was, I was mentioning uh, a band that I'm close to Dire Coyote. Um, and I was thinking like how much fun it would be for them to kind of cover, you know, one of these songs and, you know, it's just, it's just super fun. And so, uh, yeah. Do you have any? Yeah. I just, I, I think it's, it's really cool and, uh, sort of emblematic of, I think like the college kids spending time outside with each other <laughs> sort of thing. Like, um, there was a bluegrass concert a couple weeks yes, ago. Yes, um, yes, yes. It was so awesome. It was so cool. Um, yeah, and two, <laughs> two bluegrass bands played at WKCO Fest, two, um, just like people having their shoes off and, and playing. Some music. Great <laughs> <laughs> bass. It's awesome. It's really cool. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. So. Yeah, uh, and then we got a question from Aiden, um, who asked Professor Murphy, like, how how did you record this CD? How did you record this album? Like, what was the old recording space like? Where even was it? Where was it? <laughs> so where we're sitting right now um, in the WKCO studios is probably about a maybe not even 20 yards from where the old studios were. Uh-huh. But this whole side of the street has been rebuilt. So it used to be Far Hall uh, was a long building that extended from the bookstore to the uh to the market which used to be directly above where we are now really the old market so in in between those two buildings the market and the bookstore Mm -hmm. which is the same downstairs kind of at this subterranean level is where the old wkco radio station was and similarly we looked through the window into the studio at that time Mm. there was a drum set in there um and you know just a couple other odds and ends and uh yeah, from the time I was, like, the first weekend I got to Kenyon, actually, I recorded a session in the WKCO studio. The first weekend you were here? The first weekend. How did that there. happen? It's a funny story. <laughs> I, I can get into that. But the uh, um, the point being, yeah, the uh, the studio was always open if people uh, wanted to record and if there was someone to record them. We had a guy that we knew, Dave, who recorded a number of bands that we were in, including the dads. Um, and, yeah, we did it all live. Um, like basically first and second takes because we you know we wanted to get it done in like an afternoon if possible. <laughs> yeah, we go in and uh, and just barge through as many songs as we could, and then we went in. I think uh, recorded drums uh, mm. the second uh, day. So yeah, it was a it was a two afternoon ordeal, like most. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we tried to get it done as quickly as possible, but it was cool. You know, um, I didn't know anything about recording at the time, so we were sort of at the mercy of anyone who could work their way around uh, a mixing board. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Maya Silver asked if you were a, a, a stairwell. Sadly, <laughs> I was not a stairwell. I, re- I you know, listening to those uh, the stairwells recording, it's really cool. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm and I'm bummed I just missed the concert on on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. And that being said, I guess now if you're listening and have any questions for Professor Murphy or Julia, you know, why 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 not? You know, like we're we're here, uh, and th- you know, thank you for listening. And so the the next tune is one um, that Professor Murphy sent us. Why what drew you to it, uh, Julia? Um, I love dance music, I guess, um, and. Um, I was showing this around to, I think I showed this to Carol, who's sitting outside right now. Um, and she was like, yeah, I know this song. Um, <laughs> so I sort of, um, I suppose it's been going around. The, some of the, this song is on SoundCloud along with some other ones. Um, and I think it's just super fun. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah. What are you playing? Are you D- disco ties. Okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. This is by the Heartthrobs. So the uh, 
That's Luke and Eddie and Lauren. Uh, Luke, we heard on that last song there playing guitar. And, uh, yeah. Um, we also just learned that in, in this brief intermission that there's a music video to yes. this song. Yeah. If you just look up Disco Ties, um, like, or the Heartthrobs with a Z, right, you'll find this music video and it's like, you know, the YouTube channel has uh, like one subscriber, like 500 views on it. Let me see. It, and it's and it's taken in a, a new app party, which is mm -hmm. kind of crazy. I want to see if there are any other. And it's the only upload on this YouTube channel by Mujin. Yeah, Jean. It's a, a friend of ours who did this, uh, yeah, at the time. And I think he, he'd done a bunch of stuff during college. I think he took a lot of, well, clearly he took a lot of it down. But he <laughs> left this up for... I don't know why exactly, but I'm very happy that it's up because it's hilarious to watch. I was reminded of it the other week, and uh, I I, um, I watched it for the first time in many many years and was uh, just tickled pink. Uh, <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah, it's funny. So yeah, here is um, "Disco Ties" by the Heartthrobs.
Okay. <laughs> um, what should we do? Oh, I was going to say one funny heartthrobs thing. And Lauren and Luke and Eddie, if you were listening to this, or whoever is listening to this that I send it to, uh, I'm thinking of uh, our five-year reunion uh, when we were staying in the freshman quad, which is where they put the five-year reunion people. <laughs> they put you back in the freshman quad. And the first night everyone got in, uh, we were all sitting. This is the whole sort of five-year reunion class yeah. that was there. And we're sitting around, like, you know, having uh, food out in the quad. And they were playing music out of this, like, uh, you know, sort of small little portable uh, iPod speaker thingy. And towards, as, as the night wore on, our friend John uh, went over and just, like, did a classic, like, ox chord switcheroo and, <laughs> and plugged his phone in and put on and put on the heartthrobs. Um, <laughs> and uh, as I remember, everyone was like, Woo! And then, and then whoever was uh, manning the DJ booth got really mad and immediately yanked it out and put their music oh. on. And started booing. Uh, I forget who that person was, but uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So shout out to Luke and Lauren, who just, actually, Lauren just uh, uh, completed her first marathon, I think. Oh. On Instagram. So like this past weekend, I think. Wow. And she'll be back for the reunion in a couple of weeks. So. What's up, Lauren? Uh, what's up, Eddie and Luke? Uh, if you're listening to this later on. And then also to the dads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Lucas Moe, who uh, played fiddle and harmonica on the dads and now is an official father. <laughs> a very cute little kid. He sent me an email last week, and I'm actually going to be seeing him uh, out in Providence this summer. So, uh, And shout out to Mike Dunford, the original uh, dad dad, who <laughs> now has two children and is having... Uh, um, a ball down in Australia these days. So yeah. What's uh, the next next, next song could really be uh, anything. So I mean, yeah. What were the gimme gimme? What was what was gimme gimme octopus? I guess is my question. Oh right. <laughs> so gimme gimme octopus was um, a thing I did with uh, Mira Shapiro, um, who was a really amazing songwriter, guitar player. A really small person and we recorded a handful of songs um at this house across the street from the old graveyard up past new apps um called the porthouse uh, mm. at the time um but she recorded a bunch of stuff on her own this one song caterpillar I, I included in this mix that i think uh that julia mentioned um and i think that would be a good one to play too all right. Um, if you can find it on this caterpillar, let's see. Really long <laughs> list of songs. There we go. I got caterpillar. Let's do it. Let's play it.
figure it out live on air so we have with us carol hey i'm carol the wkco librarian <laughs> just popping in to say hi and ask a question um i don't know if you've actually asked this question yet i feel like it's something that could have been asked already but um i know today um at kenyon we have a lot of defining musicians uh famous artists and musicians that you can pretty much say that most people at the school listen to and worship. I'd say the biggest one for us would probably be like Adrian Lanker. That's like a pretty universally loved figure on this campus. Was there a particular figure or band or artist that was um, worshipped during your days here? I don't know. Oh, that's an interesting question. Like of, of a like a student on campus who was like. Um, no, like. Someone or just even like a band. Oh, just general. like a band. Someone who was big at the time. Oh, okay. Just say like, oh yeah, people at Kenyon love this person. Oh, I see, I see. Um, huh. That's such an interesting question. I think partly it was, it depended on the year. I think like, <laughs> not specific artists, but just kinds of music. Like, I feel like my first year, it was a, that people were really into like animal collective, like drummy stuff. You know, a lot of drums on the floor kind of thing, uh, loose electronics and stuff, but also acoustic guitars. Mm -hmm. And um, and then 
after that, there was like 2007 eight, when like heartthrobs and Barbudo Boys and all that stuff. That was when all that sort of dance yeah, stuff. Dances. Yeah, like uh, uh, all those um, French French uh, DJs and stuff. That was all very popular, so everyone was trying as possible. <laughs> uh, and then there was, uh, but throughout that, there was a lot of um, always. Uh, Again, for reasons you described, Julia, folk music happening because it's sort of the most accessible <laughs> thing yeah. you could do. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I think for my group of friends, it was probably different than the wider campus. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But um, and then senior year, everyone, well, at least we wanted to be in a bunch of punk bands. That was our, our <laughs> senior year. We wanted to be, um, we wanted to rock and roll. <laughs> we hadn't really done that yet. So, uh, yeah, I guess it was it, it was sort of one year uh, at a time, you know. Yeah, and then we got we got one more question from Aiden, and I think you know maybe we'll close off with one one more song because I also know that I'm using Nora's laptop, uh, and so I want to shout out Nora Archer for being so generous with letting me use her laptop to record this, especially during finals weekend. So I want to get her laptop to her back as you know as fast as I can. Um, but um, a uh, Aiden, who asked an earlier question, is what was the port studio? Was it just some students with equipment or was it a school thing? And so Professor Murphy, had, you know, first of all, what was, I guess, what was the port house? And then uh, oh. what, you know, tell the story about the the lights out. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we could play that. Yeah. So port was just, there was some off-campus houses uh, that people lived in. Um, there was one on Duff Street. There was one on Woods, Woodside was a big one. A lot of the peeps uh, cycled through the Woodside house. There was always shows at these houses because it was yeah. off-campus. So you could kind of do what you wanted and port was one of those houses mm -hmm. and uh it was every house had a different sort of personality like duff street house was a real sort of like sweaty sort of dance party house mm -hmm. woodside there was a garage so we would do sort of garage shows those were fun port was sort of weird because there was an upstairs which was very um mellow so upstairs shows in the living room i remember being acoustic guitars the dads like sort of folk stuff quiet nice sort of you know um tea sipping stuff <laughs> and then downstairs in the basement we do like loud shows uh -huh. um and we did a lot of those in our senior year it was really it was really dangerous basement spaces a lot of exposed <laughs> sharp things and you know and too many people down there um but anyway one time we did a we did a set uh with this sort of funny hardcore band we started and people were so into it and everyone was just crushing and I was sitting at my drum set and people were just seething toward the drum set and then someone turned the lights off and it was just pitch black as we were starting the song and I was starting the drum roll to the song <laughs> I'm about to die like if uh, these lights don't come back on like I'm, I'm never getting out of here alive and I was playing in sheer terror for maybe 30 seconds uh, before someone turned the lights back on whew you can never underestimate how much sort of pent up uh, aggression college students have towards the end of uh, the semester and how anxious they are to uh, release it on an unsuspecting uh, <laughs> band. <laughs> yeah. Um, Could I ask a quick follow-up? Yeah. Would you say there was sort of like a map in people's minds of like when they wanted to go out and see a show or go to a party, they'd be like, oh, if I want to hear this kind of music, I go here. If mm. I want to hear this kind of music, I go here. Sort of. I mean, it depended on the weekend. But yeah, like there was like old Kenyan uh, basement shows. That was like if there was a peace party, you go and you want to hear like some really bumping DJ or something playing weird music, you go to a peace, 
thing. <laughs> you know, or you want to see a bunch of jokers uh, goofing around on uh, instruments or just stuff on the floor. You go to the, the other room in the peeps, the one next to the peeps lounge with the trees painted on the wall. Mm, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Or yeah, and yeah, it sort of depended. And then if, the, if there was something going on at the horn, we do that. But um, yeah, no, there wasn't like a geography necessarily. But but certainly, I think um, if there was a new apps party or something like that you you knew who you'd see there you know what i mean like we tended to avoid going to frat parties unless they asked us to play which was always kind of funny <laughs> but um but yeah we would know like who, who was throwing the party we know what kind of music to expect so, sure. yeah <laughs> that's cool yeah i think maybe someone you know before you go i would love to like have get a map like a printed out map of Gambia and like circle the houses where things used to be yeah. happening you know what I mean like look back on them now and it's like a nice little family house and it's like to think what could be you know what could have happened in that basement you know 15 years ago <laughs> um, so yeah uh, I think uh, I mean yeah I think we should you know end off with you know you really I want you know you we have the kind of all the music that you sent me open you know hmm. what one last track do you want to kind of player you know anything you, you i i think you know one of the craziest things for me at least that i don't know if you know we should play but was you, you're telling me the the formation of the barbudo boys <laughs> um, that, sure. yeah. no i mean like I, I, but um you know so you opened up for send off we we just had send off like a week and a half ago two weeks ago which was pretty fun you know what i mean but you know kind of somber day yeah. the student band opening was really fun but you know you were telling me that used to be you know send off used to be an all-day affair mm -hmm. used to happen on saturdays and it'll be a battle of the bands and the top five bands would you know get to progressively open for the artist starting at like you know three yeah. o'clock yeah which is pretty cool and so you had a um Motown band, right? That opened one year. Mm -hmm. well, um, we did, yeah. We the first my freshman year, my fun rap group uh, <laughs> that I was in with Jason and Mike and uh, Eddie opened for De La Soul. We managed, I don't know how, to win that out of the band, <laughs> but we did. And uh, uh, I think people got mad about that. Too. <laughs> um, we we still got to open, and then like uh, the Motown band, we uh, played right before that one. Mm. Um, and then the year after that, and that was for De La Soul, which unfortunately got rained out, mm. uh, like 20 minutes into the set, like oh. lightning struck. And that was the end of that. Like oh, they were playing, no. like I was saying, and they, they were playing puddles on my lawn and we were like, woo. And then, and then just the, the, the sky cracked open and it ended. And, uh, uh, it was a shame. But, uh, the year after that Toots and the Maytals came, which was amazing. One of my favorite shows ever. And uh, we didn't open open that one, but the Barbudo boys played, I think, at some point. Like 4 o'clock, yeah, yeah, 5 o'clock, yeah. At some point during the day, which was funny. We brought out a bunch of, ooh, right. We brought out a bunch of uh, inflatable stuff. We went to, like, Walmart or one <laughs> of the party stores or something in town and bought, like, a cactus and uh, a big cupcake or all these balloons. And we had all these inflatables. And we wanted to have the Cocos singers. Is that uh -huh. what they're called? Yeah. The Cokes? Yeah. We wanted to have them come up and join us for the last song and sing this like outro chorus because we thought it'd be funny. Um, and so we're like, okay, we have to meet at the horn and practice like earlier in the day. And uh, oh, I shouldn't be telling this story. No, it's, okay. <laughs> it's the send off. It was the afternoon. Everyone was a little loopy. Anyway, the Coco Singers showed up uh, in all, all sorts of different states uh, <laughs> and proceeded to um, accidentally set free all of our um, inflatables. Oh. <laughs> uh, 
I think by accident. Um, but anyway, so we showed up on stage with like two small inflatables. <laughs> like, Wait, set, set them water. loose? Like, how did that? No, they were balloons. So oh, we okay, them, yeah, yeah. Them, uh, or something, or maybe. Anyway, like somehow or another, a lot of our inflatable uh, scheme was foiled. Uh, but we did still manage to bring out the Coco Singers in the last song. Um, and it was a total uh, train wreck. But <laughs> in a fun way. It was yeah, fun. yeah. But uh, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, that, that we can play the Barbudo voice thing. But uh, my friend uh, from the Motown band, uh, Brent Peterson, um, was kind enough to slip a tape to the uh, soundboard mixer mm -hmm. uh, on the stage. So he was able to record the last three songs of our set from the soundboard. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. And then, and then, then last thing, you know, before we, we could play that or we could play whatever you want. Uh, you said you had a, a space themed band going on at one point. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? What was that? That was the impetus for the rap group. Okay. So Fallout. Uh, the guys who, who originally had the idea for that band lived in Capels and they threw a big party that got busted. Mm. And for their community service or whatever, they decided to throw a party at the horn. <laughs> like a, you know, like a, you know, you know, no, no alcohol horn party, you know, uh, but we wanted to do uh, a theme, or they did, and they proposed space. So, um, so we started uh, New Alpha Sigma Alpha, or, Na or NASA, which was our fake frat, uh, and we did uh, Sombrero Fallout for that concert. And then that just became our, our rap band. Yeah, I think I might be screwing that up a little bit, but <laughs> something like that. And now we now we have, um, luckily enough, you know, one last friend to join us in the booth, um, Nora. Hi. Who has been generous enough to loan me her laptop and uh, record this show? And um, I wasn't going to do it anyway. <laughs> and so I think now can we play one more song? Yeah. Please. Okay. So uh, I say up to you. Whatever, whatever, whatever speaks to you. Um, on these songs because we have we have a lot of stuff. Um, if you want to hear more, shoot me or Julia uh, an email. We'd be happy to share. Yeah, you should pick Nick. I, can't uh, pick. I don't know. I don't know. They're all pretty awesome, honestly. Uh, what do you What do you think, Julia? Oh. Um, <laughs> what about Nashville? Yeah. Nashville. Yeah. Nashville. I've never been. Me either. But maybe this song will make me feel like I've been. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Um, oh wait, Julie, can I proceed? Yes. Let <laughs> me see. I just saw it. Let's do. Let's do the Josh Kerrigan song. This feels. Uh, I would encourage everyone to listen to the Nashville one too. Uh, but I, I think the song by Josh Kerrigan is an appropriate one. This is the first song I really. Uh, latched onto when I was a, a first year student at Kenyon. So this would be, I feel, a, a nice one to play. I just saw it. Where'd it go? What was the name of the tune? Here it is. No stereo. Mm. All right. Thanks, Nick. Thanks for letting yeah. me Thank you. Thank you, Thank you, Nora, Thank for, you. for letting us. Um, and yeah. Say again? I was just saying thank you to everybody in the room. Yeah, I know. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, thank you, Julia, for being an incredible uh, role model in WKCO and for, you know, leading us valiantly. Thank you to Carol for asking the question who is outside yeah. listening. Thank you to Abby, who is the yeah. current president of WKCO. Um, I I mean, for me, at least, I've always loved WKCO, you know, even since before I came here. When I came to... Kenyon to visit as a student, um, I came during last year's WKCO Fest. And that, you know, coming that day and, and being able to like feel that energy 
um, was a kind of a big part of the reason why I think, you know, I decided to come here and I'm really happy that I did because none of this would be happening, you know, without that. And this is awesome. So thank you, WKCO. Thank you again to Professor Murphy, um, you know, for sharing all of these gems with us, for teaching an incredible class this semester to both Julie and I, um, and for playing with us at <laughs> Garage, which was awesome, <laughs> um, which was super cool. And yeah, I guess, wow. And this is my last. This is my last show. Thanks of for the letting year. us be your last show. Yeah. yeah. Letting us crash. No, thank you guys. Uh, so this is. I guess you No, you 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 have the honors, Professor. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is uh, Noah Stereo by by Josh Kerrigan. We said goodbyes, but I kind of want to play one more song, and so I think we should play the one that Julia wanted to play. Yeah, was this one? Nashville's up at the top. Nashville. Yeah, Joe this Clock. Joe Clock and the Secret Destroyers. Amazing. Oh man, I don't know if that was. I don't know if that was listening, uh, or I, I might have not pressed the button for that to be live. But I wanted to play one more song, and I think we should. And this is a song that Julia wanted to play, and so this is Nashville by Joe Clock and the Secret Destroyers. Yeah. <laughs> Now it's really goodbye.
It's a town of 